Welcome to The Sound, KQAL-FM's weekly behind-the-scenes look at Minnesota-made music. From writing and recording to distribution and promotion, The Sound is your source for new releases and exclusive interviews from Minnesota artists. Support for The Sound is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Rolling. Tonight on The Sound, we checked out Mike Munson's latest album, Let Some Light In. Mike's music style encompasses a variety of blues traditions that he adds his own personal flair to. His website would describe tunes as ranging from sad and somber to swampy stompers with various creative twists. Mike joined me in the studio to talk about his new album, his creative process, and where you can find him playing next. I'm Briley Harris with Mike Munson, Tonight on The Sound. So I'm here with Mike Munson. Um, how are you doing today, Mike? I'm doing great. Good. Um, so we're here talking about uh, your latest album that was just released actually like six days ago, I think, right? Correct. Uh, titled Let Some Light In. Would you say that there are any major differences between this album and your previous albums? Major differences uh, in this album from the last ones. Um, there aren't many, but it expands on some of those ideas. The biggest difference is that this one I recorded in a proper studio, uh, Carpet Booth Studios over in Rochester, and had someone acting as a producer. Um, so as far as like the end result goes, I wouldn't say it's totally different than some of my previous uh, recordings, but the process of it felt very different, um, which I think maybe results in a different collection of songs and a different flow and a different experience for the listener um, but a lot of it is more I guess in my head and the process wise okay like so with your other albums then do you how would you record those ones or get those ones out there yeah so all those previous recordings that I've ever done have been what we call live recordings so one like live at Ed's was like a concert and the Ed's was you know the Venue is full of people, and then it was recorded. Rose Hill was recorded live, but not in front of an audience. So pretty much uh, like we're in the studio here, the microphone lights up, I play the song, and then we're done. Uh, but Let Some Light In was typical studio behavior, so you make a basic track, and then you embellish it and layer upon it. Um, so that is going to be the major differences, like multi, more instruments than just me and guitar, uh, drummers and other singers, and it's kind of a more fleshed out sound.
That was a song titled Wheels from latest album release, Let Some Light In. Was there anything specific that inspired this album or kind of in general, do you like, is there a certain thing that inspires a lot of the music that you make? Uh, well, this, this album was inspired by kind of the first song that came out of it, or that came out of me or came out of the guitar was Wheels, uh, which was the first song and you know I would say right is a strong word but it came up with it you know just like it seemed to just like jump out of the guitar and I've been playing around on it for a while and I called Zach over at Carpet Booth and I said hey can we uh, work to record this and develop it and we'll bring in um, other ideas apart from just my ideas Uh, and then Zach and I had such a good experience working together and we sent the music to JT Bates up in Minneapolis to play drums on and he sent it back and uh, that was a great experience we had a lot of fun and like the end result was this one song so mostly I wanted to just continue on that energy so we just did one song and then next month we'd work on another song and next month another song so it's not like I was in the quote unquote studio for two weeks but we would just sporadically work on it which was really fun yeah and so then uh, kind of going off of that, what what does your creative process look like when you are working on um, anything new? Like, kind of just how do you get it all out there and start working on it? Yeah, this Let Some Light In uh, is probably the closest, the closest project that has felt like homework to me in a long time, but in a good way. So we would work on, we, we worked on wheels, and I had that first. But then I set another studio date without having the next music even like an idea in my head yet so I had like a studio date and a a firm thing on the calendar like I need to come up with two more songs by three weeks from now so then we'd have our date at carpet booth and then rework on those other two songs and then more or less finish those and then set another date and then I have to write two more songs and so that's kind of how we went which is different than anything I'd ever done before but it was it was fun it helps me to have deadlines because otherwise it's just like (laughs) creative (laughs) willy-nilly stuff you know Albuquerque never been there It's not bad, I'm just out here looking for a little more 
place with some heavy soul I will down in Como just heard what you don't know from Mike Munson's latest album release and what does it feel like for you personally when all the hard work that you've put into creating anything is finally done and you have like the final product and you get to share it with everyone that's super exciting uh, I really enjoy the the artwork elements of music um, which are becoming less and less with the internet um, but it, that's that's a chance to involve other artists and not simply musicians. Um, so the cover of the cover art of this album is a photograph that I took of my friend Jack's stained glass work. So it's just like to combine different art forms all in one package, I guess. You know, and that's traditionally been a piece of music. Um, I don't know when it began, the 50s and 60s, when, like, the thing you hold in your hand and look at, like, and you open up the record jacket or the CD jacket, and there's more art. That's not simply music, but Mm -hmm. whether it's, like, paintings or photography or whatever. So that's always fun to get people involved in that. And then sharing that and telling the stories is great. But I do think my favorite part is, like, once it's done, then I can then like the slate is clean I can be like oh what can I like what's next because for the whole past year it's just been like what I need to do to finish let some light in and like swatting all these other ideas away just to keep the focus and like get my work done on time but now that that's done it's just like it's I can do like what's the next thing and that's a fun place to be in I enjoy that yeah Uh, so you said this one took you about a year Mm-hmm. Is that usually the normal when you are making an album, kind of? Or is it just different this time? Yeah, around? I think it's just different this time. Um, Zach and I decided to space it out and to not, like, book a whole two weeks at the studio, but just do a day a month or a two days in the month and just however it worked out. Mm-hmm. So that spaced it out, which I think the result is... And as I, because I was writing the songs along the way, the album has, like, a really kind of weird yet enjoyable swing because it was like my mind over different way different points of a year especially being last year so Sad, he's in a way deep in debt. Have 
was stealing off of Mike Munson's latest album release. Just in general, I guess, what got you into music in the first place? Like, have you always been really into it, or was it kind of just as you got older? Um, music was always exciting to me. I mean, not always, but I remember it hitting, like, when I was 11 or 12, that music was, like, exciting, but I didn't know what to do with it. And then discovering instruments later was like, oh, this is how you can participate in music, and that was an exciting part. And then the other transition to, like, oh, you can do music as your job was also an exciting uh, part of that discovery. Um, And so now it's, yeah, kind of discovering music, keeping it exciting now that it is my quote-unquote job. Which isn't hard, but there are some days where it's like, a, you just got to be like, well, this is my job is playing music. And that is really a special place to be and an honor, you know, because like, who knows? I'm like, my get some sort of arthritis in my hands and it's done or like, you know, worse things can happen. You know, yeah. just like this right. is this is amazing that I get to do this right now. So just try to... Uh, acknowledge that and experience that for all that it is and be grateful for it and thankful for it. Would you say there's a certain song that you've released that's your favorite? And if there is, do you have a reason why? Um, Wheels still holds an exciting place. Uh, I love instrumental music and I love kind of pushing that to the forefront because it's not a lot of people's first choice and it's, you know, you can't catch a lot of it on a radio or you know it's relegated to being paired with TV and whatnot which is still super cool um, but I am excited and proud of that song mostly because of where it started like when I started playing it it was a super sad like heavy thing but then I as we worked on it and I say we me and Zach and JT added drums it became like joyful and this kind of like triumphant sound which is that's an exciting swing it's the same song but it like it's totally different uh and so i'm really proud of the work that we put into that and then afterwards after the song was quote unquote finished i worked to make a video with um nate from tree dome and that was really fun just to like make a proper music video uh, Mm -hmm. which i'm really proud of that and how it looks and to pair those different art forms together music and video and then put that out there and to have so many other people have their stamp on it and participate was an honor that someone they would want to participate in my goofy little guitar song but i think we made it something really cool Never meant to stay 
picking up the pieces of the blues and the grays. Why so fast? Why so loud? Why so mad? Why so proud? Why so fast? Why so loud? Why so mad? Why so proud? song titled dust from latest album release let some light in so i did notice like a most or most of the songs were instrumental for the most or it seemed like a majority like Mm -hmm. had more instrumental Mm -hmm. um aspect to it so do you like normally stick to more of a strict style of music or when you are creating something new do you kind of explore different styles i definitely explore different styles though i feel like i am limited in what i'm able to do on the instrument which I think is fine. I think exploring your limitations is good. That's e- that's to me that seems more exciting than being able to do anything. Um, I think that's something I've learned from uh, being around and studying blues tradition. Is a lot of my favorite players in the blues tradition are, in the grand sense, extremely like limited. Like they do their thing. But within their thing, like the possibilities are endless inside of that. And that's a really cool idea that I've finally started to figure out. Like I don't need to know everything about music. It's an exciting prospect to like keep studying and learning and reading, but at the same time that can distract you from just like chasing what it is, like what is my sound what is my voice on the instrument and just keep digging into that like so i think in many arts you want to be recognizable like immediately like oh that's Mm a picasso that's like you can pick it out immediately and like even with music you can say like oh that's that's adele's voice like two seconds and you know it so i think that's what a lot of artists are shooting for it would just be i think that's cool like if someone can hear just a half a measure of me playing guitar and be like, oh, that's Mike playing guitar just because my stamp is on it. I think yeah. that's really cool. Well, that's an interesting perspective because I feel like I always forget that, you know, artists have their own specific, like what they um, 
I guess, their style. Mm -hmm. But, like, there is so much you can do just within your own style. And I always forget that, you know? Yeah, and, I mean, genre is one thing, but I think people's personal voice, whether that's their singing voice or playing voice on their instrument, I think that's... That to me is like the major question. Like yeah. I don't care what genre it is. Yeah. In a lot of things, but it's like if I can recognize it's it's you and whether you're playing and a lot of people can play across genres, but it's still always them, which is really cool. What is what would you say is the best advice that you've ever been given, whether it pertains to music or just kinda in life in general? Goodness. <laughs> I think I've been given a lot of good advice. Um, though I cannot <laughs> I cannot uh pull on some really great quote right now. Um, but uh, recently I signed up for a lesson with a musician that um, I kind of grew up seeing and uh, greatly appreciated them for a long time and I knew that they had given lessons so I called them up and I was like, can we do, do a lesson? And he's like, sure, I don't know what I'm going to teach you. And then we had an hour lesson, and honestly, like, we didn't play instruments. We just sat and talked, and that was a really fascinating uh, lesson. And what came out of that, the advice was, I know you were hoping for, like, some little, like, nice packaged quote. Oh, but no. It's, but, it, <laughs> but, it, but it's not that. It's, it's kind of bigger. So what I had been doing was, like, separating these music styles and keeping them in different rooms of my head. Um, and he encouraged me to like, he encouraged me to move them closer together and to like, to not, you know, you play one style of music and you will think this way and then you play another style of music, you think this way. But he encouraged me just to think of it all under one tent and that these styles of music are closer together than I was allowing them to be. Um, which is, that's a really bad piece of, um, it's not like some little quip, but it was, it, it really helped me just, I was, we were just talking about like moving things closer together in my head. And I don't need to know everything about music in theory in order to play this kind of music. And I don't need to know everything about a whole separate theory in order to play this kind of music. It's just, um, to allow myself to have a little more credit for what I know already and just to use that and to use my own style. And like, I know enough to get through the door. It was, it was just more encouragement, which I think is not really advice, but I think um, what I'm gonna distill in, you asked the question, what is the best advice you've gotten? I think the best advice I've gotten has just been to um, like take myself seriously or be proud of what I'm able to do and like it came in encouragement. It's how I try to do that for, and that was like one of those things like, oh, I need to encourage other people too. So I like receiving encouragement. It's super helpful because it's so easy to get down on yourself about what am I doing? There's so much other music out there that's so good. Why do I keep, you know, throwing more songs out there? So to have people tell you that you're, what you're doing is good and interesting is great, but it shouldn't stop there and you need to like, also be encouraging other people too.
we've just heard Marion, Minnesota from Mike Munson. So since this album was just released, do you have or plan to have any upcoming like tours or shows that you can tell people about? Yeah. Um, upcoming, I'm playing the Winona Art Center November 27th. Uh, downtown Winona and the Art Center is such a beautiful place and reopened now uh, after some renovations. And I've seen so many incredible concerts there over my time living in Winona that it's always exciting to be able to play there. Um, and then um, tours are still kind of up in the air based on uh, our present situation. Uh, so I don't have many big tours set. I hope to get back to Mississippi in June and do some other traveling around. And then I know I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to any chance to play. Yeah, <laughs> I right. have, especially after the last couple of years. Um, yeah, uh, venues, big or small, or people's living rooms or mm-hmm. whatever. Like I, it's all great, and it's all a gift to be able to be invited to do that. Yeah. Gonna play at Ed's anytime soon again. I I have a date. (laughs) I do have a date in uh, January or February. Oh, okay. Uh, So, yes, I'm looking forward to that because I have not played there in a long time, and it's also a very special place in Winona. I love them. And then, so your music is available on various digital platforms, but where else can people go to find more information about your music and your shows and everything? Yeah, the digital platforms, uh, the streaming places are all, it's up there. Uh, MikeMunson.net is my website. Uh, and I will have to say that uh, Bandcamp.com is also a great model for supporting music and musicians. Uh, and I'm able to sell stuff there and people can listen to music, but I've also fallen in love with my own life like listening to and buying music from other musicians from uh from that service it's a really incredible model and it's done a lot to help me and a lot of other musicians especially over the past year and a half well i think that's all i have for questions as far as that goes but um i mean thank you for talking to me about your album i feel like i got a lot of insight into how your process works so my my lack of process my lack of process <laughs> right. well, thanks for running a great uh, radio show <laughs> keeping radio cool thanks again to Mike Munson for joining us tonight on The Sound more of Mike's music can be found on all digital platforms and more information about himself can be found on his website mikemunson.net for more deep dives into local and regional albums tune into The Sound every Wednesday night at 6 right here on 89.5 KQAL I'm Riley Harris, and we've just heard from Mike Munson on The Sound. Thanks for listening to The Sound. The Sound is produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us online at kqal.org. Theme music for The Sound provided by Mike Terrell of Fires of Denmark.